This is Bonjour Chai, the Vaccines Will Bring the Messiah edition. I'm Avi Feingold in Montreal, and I'm here with Melissa Lanceman in Toronto and Alana Zakon in Vancouver. We are your Frozen Chosen. Passover is on us. We're right in the middle of it. Um, I am glad this year's Passover. How are you guys doing? First I'm doing great. How are you? It's, a, it's been a good one, I think. I'd have to agree. It's an interesting one. The fact that we don't have to go to people's homes for meals right, takes care of my pet peeve on Passover, um, which is uh, food that's supposed to be something, but is a pale facsimile of said item, right? Like pizza lasagna, um, that cake that everybody, oh my God. Mm. Oh man. Like. I love, I love the lasagna. Matzo lasagna is the best. No, I, I actually think that matzo pizza is one of the greatest I agree. gifts. Of yeah, I, I, and, and this is where I'm a naysayer. You know, I was on, uh, I was on a show for Queens University Hillel the other day. And I was like, neither, neither, like people go for a week without pizza. But it's just so right? good. And so why do you need to have the pizza on Passover? Like you need to be throwing, like to me, the cakes also, the like, oh my God, you can't tell the difference between my cake and Passover cake, between this Passover cake that I have I don't and regular cake. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I don't, can. I don't, I don't, buy, yeah, I don't buy it at all. It's not good. And I get to control, like if I didn't have to go to people's homes this week, this year or last year, I didn't have to deal with any of that. I was like, I don't want a cake. You know what I can do for dessert? I can make a chocolate mousse. I can make something fruit-based. I don't need to make something that doesn't, that pretends to be something else, but is not good. I, I'm with you on almost all of that, except that I, ca I cannot for stand pizza. for on this podcast you uh, you going after matzo pizza. I just I'm 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 just yeah, not decided with Melissa you on know, that one. I think matzo pizza might be the only thing that like slides in under the cracks for that one. Ha you know, maybe uh, because it's just melted cheese and nothing n nothing is you know made wrong by adding melted cheese on it. Uh, in the immortal words of Dan Pashman of the Sporkful podcast, right? That there's nothing that you can't think of that can't be made better by adding melted cheese. Exactly. Or melted yeah. I, I don't know if anybody else does this, but I use Passover as a total excuse to eat like like a 12 year old, um, like melted cheese. I, I just would never eat this in my, you know, in my regular life. I don't eat, you know, grilled cheese in the middle of the day. It's just it doesn't make me feel well. But on Passover, I'll eat like five a day. What are your feelings on matzah brai? Do you make that, Avi? Uh, so I don't that actually came up also and they were like are you a sweet matzo brai person or a savory Ugh. matzo brai person i was like i'm neither again it's Ugh. It's do you like matzah? What is going on in your house? Because i'm getting this feeling you don't like matzah. I don't know. you know what i like on my matzah um olive tapenade right because it's like i treat it like Very a cracker. classy treat treated like a cracker and so bougie so bougie bougie, bougie. <laughs> yeah it's a fancy way to eat matzah Bougie Rabbi and his uh, and his denouncing of matzo pizza has no place. You know what? On this I'm going to walk back the pizza one. Like I said, um, most other things I'm still standing by. Um, anyways, what about chocolate matzo? Is that something like matzo dipped like in chocolate? Had? I, yeah, I can, matzo I can, dipped in chocolate. I can deal with the matzo dipped in chocolate. I'm I'm down with that because okay. it's it's a it's a it's a dessert. But pizza it's, it's is just Chocolate mainly. It's uh, the matzo becomes a chocolate. Interesting. The pizza's not offensive. I just said pizza's neutral to offensive, right? It's it, it's much more on the neutral side. It's the lasagnas. It's the 
uh, I'm going to try to make 17 things that I would never made otherwise, right? But, oh, I can try to do this. I can fake it. Trust me, I can fake it. I, I just don't like fake foods. You heard it here first. What else is on our radars? It's the beginning of April. Um, it's Pesach. Uh, Melissa, it's a special day for you. It is a special day for me. Other than, you know, I'm sitting here in Ontario and we're about to go into another lockdown, but it's opening day in baseball. Not that I can go and watch, um, but secretly I've uh, I've cleared my afternoon to uh, to watch the Toronto Blue Jays uh, on TV. So this is this is exciting for me. Eight, eight people, eight Jews are being suited up. Eight, 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 not ten. Not ten. Wow. Well, t- today eight will be uh, will be playing. I'm I'm pretty okay. sure of that. I've been uh, I've been told that it's ten, but eight to ten, good number. It's a good number. It's almost a minion. It's almost a minion, and it is the topic of my uh, of my baseball Slack chat, which is like my my second job. Amazing. You see, I I can never really see myself as a as a Blue Jays fan. I, I'm I'm always an Expos fan. My my team is never going to win the World Series. Um, that, you know what? That's okay. As long as we don't have to talk about hockey. But you know what? Nineteen sixty when? Sixty sixty what? It's uh, I'm not. You know, it's not in my lifetime. It may never be in my lifetime. So it's like I won't ever miss there anything. Uh, the the blue the the Leafs winning the cup is like the NDP in a in leading the uh, the parliament. Yeah, no, they're also probably not going to happen in my lifetime. So that's uh, it's all good news. Were you, it's all good Alana, news here. Sports? No, you you've never been a sports. I am so out of sports. I used to like going to the hockey games with my grandfather when I was a kid, but other than that, I never watched sports on TV. That's my thing. Like your matzo pizza, I just have never found the appeal of watching people play with a ball on a screen if it's live at least it's like engaging and you cheer and you know they play fun music and you have snacks but to sit down in my living room and watch sports on tv i just never understood why people find that fun at all so enlighten me melissa what, what is it for you well, we're, we're just, I just, for our listeners, we're just getting to know each other here. And I'm just flabbergasted by the anti-matzo pizza and the anti-sports oh, not, watching. Not anti, oh, okay. Anti-sports watching. Yeah. For myself personally. I mean, if other people want to do it, go ahead. But even for like the Super Bowl, when people get together, I'm like, I just don't get it. I'd rather watch something else. <laughs> I, I have these memories of going to opening game with family on Passover and you'd bring the Passover, like you'd bring like your foil wrapped matzah and you'd be noticing everybody else that's like, because it's Cholomot and that's like your Passover trip for the day as you go <laughs> and everybody's bringing out their like Passover food to the baseball game. And it was like, yeah, it was early memories, but you know, warm memories of matzah at the Olympic stadium in Montreal was, uh, was always a, a cool thing. I, I'm, I mean, I, for anybody that knows me, I go to a ton of, um, Blue Jays games, uh, and there is like, there's like a meeting spot, um, where you can see Jews at the, uh, at the Sky Dome or the Rogers Center or whatever we're calling it today. Uh, but there's a kosher hot dog stand, um, out on the, uh, on the, on the third baseline. And every time you go there, like it's, it's amazing. You see people, you know, you catch up. Uh, it's like, there's a whole other culture at, uh, at Toronto games on, uh, on going to get a kosher hot dog. You know what? That just made me think of what you were saying before Avi about the matzah wrapped in foil is that's not an experience that I had this year. I guess I didn't have it last year either, yeah. but I didn't really think about it. But, you know, I, I always used to have this issue where Passover would fall around the time that I would be putting on a play. So I would be in the green room eating my matzah in foil and everyone would be asking me questions about what I was doing. Um, yeah. And this year we, we're not going anywhere, so we don't have to deal with that. I, n- I never thought about that. You just eat your matzah right in your living room with tapenade if you're Avi. <laughs> I like my tapenade. 
give me my tapenade. No judgment <laughs> against tapenade. It's great. No, I'm, I got judgy about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we get to our guest of the day, uh, let's hear about our first sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Atelier Lou Bijouterie in Westmount, Quebec. Atelier Lou specializes in custom designed jewelry as well as many lines, including Anzi, Deacon and Francis, Dana Bronfman, and many, many more. If you're looking to upgrade that engagement ring or pop the question, come talk to Eric and design the ring of your dreams. Atelier Lou is offering a promo code for all Bonjour High listeners. Use BON18, BON18. At checkout for 10% off your order at atelierlou.com. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-O-U.com. Traditionally, at the end of Passover, Jews from across the Maghreb celebrated the Mimuna, a party that celebrates the return to eating chametz. Wikipedia lists some of the historical roots of it as possibly being the birth date of the father of Maimonides, the date when the Israelites collected all the jewelry that washed up on the shores of the Red Sea from the drowned Egyptians, or the day that we await the imminent arrival of the Messiah. But when was the last time you saw a Moroccan Jew trust Wikipedia? <laughs> With us to talk about this holiday is Orel Gozlan. Orel is the Chazan of Congregation Or Shalom in Montreal. He is one of the funniest Sephardim on Instagram. Welcome, Orel. Moetov, how's it going? Good, good, good. Thank you, Avi. Thank you, everyone, to, for having me. Uh, it's amazing to be here and to talk about uh, like a festival and a, a party uh, that's so uh, dear to for, for, for me. Uh, so tell us a little bit about this, the history. Where does it come from? Um, how do people celebrate it in the new world? Meaning how did it evolve? Well, basically, um, the history basically is um, we, we, we celebrate the, the Mimuna on the, the last, uh, last day of Pesach, uh, the, 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 the exit of uh, of uh, Pesach and basically where does it come from? We know that um, there's a, a big like uh, a, a big concept of uh, the Geula, the holiday of the redemption for Pesach. Uh, we we basically think that uh, the, the the Mashiach, the the, the Redemptor, is going to come and deliver us all, like they like uh, they they uh, like it. Uh, we were freed from uh, from Egypt at the same time. And basically, um, what what we hope is for uh, the, the Mashiach to come on Pesach, and we wait, we wait, one day after the other. Maybe it's going to come tomorrow, maybe, maybe it's going to come uh, the day after. And at the end of the, 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 the holiday, we realize that it's not here yet. And basically, uh, we celebrate, that's why we celebrate the Mimuna, is like a, a, a celebration to like uplift the, the spirit of the Jewish nation that... Okay, he didn't come this year. Uh, the, the Mashiach is not here, um, but we we still we still wait for him, and we we don't lose hope, and uh, we see basically that uh, it can come at any moment. So it's like a an upli- uplifting um, uh, celebration that reminds us basically of uh, of the the Imuna, the faith that we have uh, to have, um, and basically that's mm. why it's called Mimuna. Also, it's a reason. That, what's a, it's one of the reason why we call it uh, Mimuna. It comes from the word emuna in Hebrew, like uh, don't lose your faith, uh, keep keep believing. Basically. That's so interesting. I love this idea. Um, I, if you're if you're expecting if if you're accepting um, Ashkenazis into the celebration, I um, I'm, I welcome an invitation in the uh, in the mail. Uh, tell me a little bit about what the you know 
what the night looks like, what the celebration looks like. I know that many of our listeners are curious about it. They haven't been. Like, walk us through what the party looks like. Sure. Well, the, first of all, uh, when you do Emimuna or you, when you, you hear about Emimuna, it's like a it's like a brace, basically. You don't need an invitation. You know that, like, everybody, uh, like a friend or a, a, a relative does Emimuna, you, like, Doors are open. You don't have a need. You don't need a time. You don't need basically uh, uh, to reserve or, or or say I'm yeah, coming. But, but that's true of that's true of a Wednesday in Moroccan communities. You know, you just yeah. there's nobody needs invitations. You just show up for anything. Exactly, exactly. You're right. That's that's in our, our culture. You know, like there's no you just come whenever you want. But like even more at the at the Mimuna, basically, and uh, and we have like uh, special foods like uh, mufleta. Uh, a lot of Moroccan pastries, delicious uh, pastries uh, with like uh, honey and everything. We sing songs, we play festive music, we decorate, uh, we decorate the home. We dress in uh, traditional Moroccan uh, uh, clothes like jellabas, kaftan for women. Um, like doors are open, like I said. And basically, um, I think the, the the biggest like concern on on of the the night is is uh, basically in the food that we eat uh the the, the table is like uh, full of uh delicacies delicacies and and delicious stuff um do you have a favorite what's your food that you always look forward to at memuna well the star of the night is basically the the mufleta. it's like a kind of like a, a crepe fried crepe something like that you put butter and honey on it it's, uh, it's a crepe with more butter than actual flour in there. <laughs> like <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's a butter delivery device yeah exactly it's, so it's that's basically the the, the mufleta is like uh, you know we, we 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 it's it's basically like many uh delicacies and 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 pastries that that contain khamet khamet you know uh, uh we we want to show um our, our appreciation of the the mitzvot by showing like uh, we we know exactly um, how uh, this the, the the not eating chametz during the the, the the Pesach was important. So now we like uh, open the the festival of uh, of eating chametz with all those uh, those delicacies and and uh, d- delicious uh, stuff. It's like it's like if you go for a month without drinking and then you go to the bar, you're like oh six shots. Exactly, it's like a chametz party. Chametz everywhere. Yeah, exactly. You know, what I remember, there was a very symbolic thing that you had to have the bowl of flour. Exactly, yeah. Right? Yeah. And what's stuffed in it? They're studded with? Yeah, so basically there's... Because I remember my meme used to have that, and she would put inside what? Well, there's there's people that put beans inside and money yeah. also. Um, money. Gold, ju- this gold year jewelry. I'm putting in, I'm putting in uh, vaccines. I'm going to have a <laughs> Pfizer. I'm going to have a, in the flour. I'm going to put an AstraZeneca. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For 2021, it's a, it's a special mimuna. We're going to have to... Um, to to add that for yeah for sure so we have like basically the the, the gold jewelry or or cones in a in a bowl of flowers that symbolizes basically abundance like uh, and the spring season with uh, like the 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 beans the bean stalks uh, and basically like it's just a um, a, a celebration to like uh, uh, wish the other person uh, good uh, good luck and uh, um, and that's why we say basically in on uh, on this this night, we we say turbah. Uh, turbah uh, in, in Arabic is should you should you win, should you succeed, um, and for in like uh, and we say turbah uh, in uh, plural form we say turbhu. Uh, should you succeed for 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 everyone for many people turbhu uh, utsadu and it's uh, should you succeed and 
should you uh, should be happy? Should you 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 be full of happiness? So it's like a a really beautiful uh, um, Moroccan festival, basically. I love that. I feel like compared to the bagels, lox, and cream cheese my family has, this seems a, a lot more symbolic of leaving, yeah. going into the emuna. I, I feel like I've been ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, I mean, so it's a big party, right? And I, from what I remember, from what I'm told historically, it was always in people's homes and you would go from house to house to house, right? Exactly. You would have a whole circuit of mimuna that you would go to this person and then that person and that person. You make sure to do it every year. But eventually it started becoming these big parties like that were communal. Right. Where you got a big hall and you had the band and you had all of that. Is that so you felt like there's something lost in that, you know, even before COVID? We're not we'll talk about this year in a minute. But uh, what, what do you think? Like in the new world, that's much more the, the concept of Mimuna has become that you go to one centralized Mimuna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, th- I think uh, it, we, we always had like the, the, the two options, you know, because. And and that's the, the 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 beauty of it, you know. People, yes, go from a, a house to another house. But what we do for for the people that don't go, don't don't have anyone to go to, you know. So that's I think like a a, a, priori- a priority that was done in uh, in Montreal. I know at least. Uh, I think it's it's something that uh, started like maybe in North America or or in America and in, in, in the United States. The 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 big. Uh, community community because I think in Morocco there wasn't that it was really uh, private uh, from home to home like we said and so basically like I feel like it's 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 ways and um, initiatives that we need to do because nobody there's some people that don't don't have basically where to go or uh, don't have relatives so to give them like this this sense of uh, of like a party of uh, of emuna of uh, good so- food. I think it's it's something so that's this necessary. Big, these big communal parties were were like they were almost like the communist version of the. It's for the people, right? You yeah, for the people. It's the socialist mimuna. Yeah, exactly. Right? As yeah. opposed to the capitalist, the VIP mimunas in the homes where you can really be. Uh, and if you don't get invited anywhere, you feel a little bad, and you go to the the big parties. But it, it's it, not really for the cool, not the cool people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That that's exactly. And it was uh, uh, in the past uh, years. I I've like assisted to both uh, like in in, in houses. Uh, mimuna and, and big community mimunas it's always like a, a, a chance for uh, the Jewish community to like uh, establish like uh, uh, bridges and, and communications with when, with other communities you know uh, uh, mm-hmm. we always I remember like uh, the, the for example the, the, the mimuna that the CSUQ used to, to do uh, the Sephardic uh, community of uh, the CSUQ used to do in, uh, in Montreal we always ha- would have like a uh, representative of the of the Moroccan uh, consulate here, uh, the the uh, others um, representative of the the Quebec government, the Canada Canada government. So it's like I think by opening it to like uh, many more people, we were also um, able to like uh, reach to other um, communities and and do something all together. You know, the the an inclusive uh, basically. Uh, kind of mimuna uh, for for every mm-hmm. um, part of the society that we we are part of basically. Aurel, I'm going to I'm going to ask you are we going to see this on your Instagram? Can you tell us how to uh, can you tell everybody who's uh, who's listening how to catch a little taste of uh, mimuna in a year where I think that we need to be uplifted. Yeah, sure. So basically, yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm going to be able to like uh, I'm going to post for sure. There's going to be like a uh, 
the explanation. I'm actually doing like a, a little quiz uh, to more than preparing um, for social media to see basically on the on the the, the, the meanings and and the, the the sources and the the, the customs of, of the Mimuna. So basically, yeah, I'm gonna for sure this year is gonna be different. So as much as we can show, as much as as we can share with the world and and uh, make this uh, this Mimuna party a virtual one, for sure we're gonna do it. Yeah, what's that gonna look like? People coming in and out of different breakout rooms? Uh, yeah, well, basically, I know I know that uh, on on my personal Instagram, I'll post like uh, um, uh, pictures of food and everything, uh, like the the songs. Uh, the, the the different uh, customs that we have and everything and I know that uh, the 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 CSUQ uh, this year uh, organizes a Zoom uh, Mimuna um, also yeah. um, with like a, a, a Moroccan band um, like a live Moroccan uh, music there's gonna be representatives of uh, different uh, uh, communities and everything that's gonna that's gonna have a speech so basically even if COVID stops us from from getting together. We have we still have this technology to uh, to 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 do that uh, together. Have you guys been uh, Melissa, Alana? Have you guys been to Mimunas ever in the past? I have never been. I, my cousins are half Moroccan, but I, I never got invited. <laughs> they would come. They would come for the bagels and locks with us first, and then go to their Memuna, and then we would stay home. I'm told that uh, you don't need an invitation. I've I've actually gone to one, and I'm I'm yeah I'm taking Orel's uh, uh, word as to to crashing many many more in uh, in my future. <laughs> Can you crash in the moon? Oh, there's yeah, no definitely. You yeah. got to just that there's no invitation. So, well, so then what are the, I mean, what's the etiquette? What are you not supposed to do at a Mimuna? Good question. That's, I, don't, I don't think there's like a, something that you're not supposed to do. Um, I mean, like you're not supposed to stand in the kitchen and take every mufleta that comes out. Well, if right? you're able to not do that, that's, that would be a good thing. Yeah, for sure. But uh, it's hard to do that with the smell and you, you see the, the like... Uh, the, the 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 ten Moroccan uh, women and and that that's something that that I I, I used to love also uh, the the private mimunas that we, we would have we would always like see um, neighbors uh, like Muslim neighbors uh, come to the mimuna and everything and like share the kitchen you know the recipes that they used to do like uh, um, in Morocco so it's like uh, basically it's something that like uh, reunites uh, uh, everybody. From every every like uh, different culture, so it's it, and I don't think there's something that uh, you should uh, you should not do. Uh, you, you're invited to do everything for sure. With COVID, you're it, it's it's harder now. I'm curious about the music. Are there specific Mamuna songs or just general Moroccan music? Yeah, what are the songs I'm missing out on? Well, basically, there's it's the the, the there's no like typical like. Uh, Mimuna songs, but as soon as you put like Arabic songs or or Moroccan music, you're in like the the good uh, in the realm. Uh, yeah, in the good vibe. So, yeah. So tell us, I mean, uh, I mean, you're cool. a Hazan. Well, we can get into the to, to, to some of the songs that are your favorites. But I'm, I want to take a step back there. Some of the foods, people, an Ashkenazi person, right, who has never been to a Mimuna, right? I said to to explain to Alana and Melissa. Some of these foods, we're going to try not to uh, say uh, Gesundheit or bless you when you say the name of the food because uh, you might think that it's a sneeze, but it's not. Um, tell us some of the classic <laughs> foods and uh, what they're made of. And I want to uh, I want to hear a thumbs up, a thumbs down from Melissa and Alana, knowing their predilection for sweetness and desserts. I'm going to hear a bunch of thumbs ups. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but um, 
I've probably tried a few of them from from my aunt, but let's see if there's ones I haven't. We'll start seen. with the Mzavan. That's a, that's a good one. Um, well, basically, uh, the, the 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 I think it's uh, based of uh, I think it's uh, almond. No, I, I I remember tasting it. It has yeah. almonds in it. So Avi, you should you should you should explain because you. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. So I always like to explain that one. That one's basically marshmallow fluff with whole almond stuff. Exactly. In it. Oh. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm into it. Oh, into it. That's oh, a winner. God. Right, and if you're at a loss and you didn't actually make it from scratch, I'm sure there's like some nouveau Moroccan like person who's like, oh, I'm going to do my first, you know, Mimuna, and they just take a whole <laughs> thing of marshmallow fluff, dump it in a bowl, put two almonds in it, and like, oh, that's it, I got it. Um, what other foods, what other foods would you see other than a mofleta we discussed? Um, some, are there any specific, like what's some of your favorites that you're going to go right for on the buffet of food post-COVID <laughs> next year when you hit your Well, basically, house. I think uh, we have the, the shbakia. It's like uh, something, uh, it's like a Moroccan pastry with like a uh, honey and uh, uh, I think uh, it's nuts and everything. It's delicious. I'm going to get better than you. Sorry. It's a loofah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a, like a, like a shower <laughs> loofah, right? But then dipped in honey. Wow. The, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. It, it looks like it, but it doesn't taste like a loofah. They, they don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, we have that. We have also like uh, burkoks. Burkoks is like a small cir- cir- uh, circular pasta. Also, it's like uh, called, I think, Israeli couscous um, for, for some mm-hmm. people. And we basically um, put it with uh, with milk, uh, with butter, with... Uh, oh, I've with, had uh, that before. Yeah, it's delicious. With honey, honey and sugar, sugar. Everything, you know? <laughs> like the, the day yeah. after you call your dentist, you know, I have uh, a lot of... Uh, uh, work to do on my teeth because uh, so many is so much honey so much sugar um and we have like also there's this tradition of um putting uh, a jug of buttermilk you know petit lait so that we call that and we some people put it in their in their burkoks in their uh, pasta like that the small circle pasta um and basically uh, some drink it like that out of the out of the uh, the jug or from a cup or anything um, and it's just, it's called petit lait in French. It's, it's just it's buttermilk. Have you ever drank straight buttermilk? Right. Only if you've spent a, no, I think only if you've spent a, only if you've spent a week drinking pure, like Arak, right. Are you going to go no, and need buttermilk to like get it out of your, the taste <laughs> out of your mouth? Of I'm remembering now something that was, I can't remember the first word, but it was something ole. Would that be the same thing? It was, it was something else that was really sweet. And I, I think there was, it was the same one, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, le, yeah, le petit lait, petit lait, c'est vraiment like the buttermilk and like les pat, yeah. les pâtes au lait or like les petits plants. Um, Israeli couscous is like really the the burkoks uh, uh, themselves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think they called it something slightly different, but I, I think I've had that one, and I remember thinking it was really, really delicious. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. Like you you you. I think we we just um, we we just save all the sugar and the honey uh, of all all year. <laughs> we put. We put it in, in the pastries. As the like, son of a uh, Moroccan, that is absolutely not true. You use that sugar and honey all the year also. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Come on. You're right. But like, it's like we overkill it at the Bimuna. We... I'm, I'm not here to disparage Bagel Lux and cream cheese because it's a, it's a very big staple of my diet. But I feel like there is a world out there that I am missing. So I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna go Mimuna hopping uh, as my, as my, as my, uh, you know, the thing that I'm going to do next year to, uh, to break Passover. <laughs> On a more serious note, um, you must have remembered what it was like last year, um, Mimuna, right? Or the night of Mimuna when we were so into, like we had just started this idea of being at home. 
um, what was missed out within the community? Tell us some of the sentiment of the community and how did, now that we've had a year to prepare, right? How are we gonna, you know, what's the, the looking forward to this year, but what was it like last year knowing that you can't go to everybody's homes and you can't visit in the same way? Well, it was, it was, it, honestly, I, it was depressing. Uh, I see it like, uh, like we, it was really hard for, for the community. Um, we're used to like, uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, like we said, uh, hopping from, uh, from Amimuna to another one. Um, it was, it was really hard. Thank God we, we were able, like, there wasn't any curfew. So we were able, I remember in my case, uh, at least we were able to like get the mufleta from, uh, family members to, to, to at least like taste it, you know, in your, your own home with your own family. So like the, 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 the this, the sense of like, uh, of a party, it was really, really, um, really hard not to have it, uh, last year. And it was, a uh, missed because um also you 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 look forward to it because you you're not able to uh sometimes pass pass over with uh, all of your family members and mimuna is like the the the, the, the occasion to like um meet everyone see everyone and last year even this was taken uh, out, uh off uh, for us um so it was like a really really hard uh, last year but you know, the, 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 we had the, like uh, the traditional mufleta for those who uh, were able to get it from families. I know a lot of, uh, of bakeries and, uh, and uh, caterers uh, do it uh, before Pesach. You can like order it um, to have like this, this taste and, and, and this taste and uh, continue like the, the, the minhag and the custom of tasting it. And the, the classical, basically the, the classical call, uh, call your, your whole family and, and wish them well, and the the turbah. So even if the physical um, meeting wasn't there, there was like the the spirit of the the muna. Not as happy as before, but uh, but we, it, it was still there. And what about this year? This year, yeah, that uh, that, that this year is going to be, I think, uh, maybe maybe the 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 same thing. Maybe not as depressing because we, you know, uh, maybe I I'm, I'm like. Uh, exaggerating a bit but it's it's a party of of emuna it's a party of like a uh, faith of like uh, seeing vaccinated. the light after yeah <laughs> exactly you know so basically i think yes we won't be able to like do big parties uh, b- 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 like like before a bit like uh, last year but i think just seeing the the light uh, at the end of the tunnel with the vaccination and everything brings us hope brings us light brings us like uh, maybe not this year the Mimuna with everyone, but at least uh, uh, next year we, we, right, we should right. hope for it. It's like everyone keeps saying instead of next year in Jerusalem, next year in person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, next year Mimuna at your house, uh, crushing uh, one after the other. Yeah, uh, what, what I find it fascinating, first of all, as an aside, that you know it's so you know you, you're perfectly representing what people think of stereotypically of Moroccans is no Ashkenazim like you're a little happy then you're a little sad you're a little happy a little sad but mainly you're flat in the middle <laughs> right Mimuna biggest party ever no Mimuna I'm depressed like you couldn't possibly imagine it's the saddest thing in the world that I have no Mimuna this year next year it'll be a happy pep party again <laughs> yeah exactly yeah for sure we yeah we we try to we 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 love the we love the, the the party. We love we love the good food. We and it's it's uh, it's just uh, an opportunity to 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 see everyone to 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 have a good moment, and uh, we hope uh, to be able to do the, that soon. Excellent. Um, any last uh, ideas? Um, what you know about uh, you know 
t- tell us a little bit about how, as an aside, where you uh, how you developed this persona online of uh, being, like I said, the funniest Sephardi <laughs> guy on uh, on Instagram. Well, basically, I that's that's the thing. I I, I started with this page, like it's like my name, Ora Goslin. Um, and the thing is, a lot of um, Moroccan uh, Jewish kids uh, with the melting pot that we have and everything uh, in, in Montreal and in Quebec, sometimes they're not even like uh, aware of their own like customs, uh, their own traditions and everything. Um, and, you know, what's, what's, what's a better tool than social media today to like sensibilize them um, uh, on that and like uh, make them learn um, from where, where they come from and w- what do they do um, and like the, the different customs with but not with like a like I teach you that's it like with with uh, with jokes with humor with uh, with uh, just like by the, by the social media of fun and the songs and everything and you know that, that's the, the 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 goal you know I I feel like we we have to 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 reach to those uh, young people or to people that are living in like uh, remote areas where there's no Moroccan or Sephardic uh, around them and basically try to remember to make them remember from where they they uh, from where they come from and uh, hopefully it'll help them also uh, figure out where where they'll they'll go with their their own uh, path in in life and. That's uh, that's uh, what I'm trying to do because uh, it, I think it's it's a priority. Uh, the thing that I, I told you and I shared today on the show, it's not like um, it's not stuff that uh, a lot of uh, young Moroccan today uh, necessarily know. So uh, that's that's the goal of of the outreach, all, always in a like fun uh, fun fun vibe, uh, jokes and. Uh, uh, sometimes it's just like with the way our parents talk, uh, you know, the recipes, the songs. And it's basically like, you know, I have kids that yeah, yeah. or people that tell me, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've grew out of all of this. And just seeing your video reminds me, mm. my uncle, my aunt, my my grandmother, my great grandmother, you know, and, and you go and, and, and directly through your video, they like connect with their roots. And you're like, wow, I'm just here like doing my my funny guy. But I, I reach people and I and, and it's crazy to see the, the power of, of social media. Basically. Look, you have a powerful reach. All you have to do right now is put out a video that says, listen, if you'll do anything for the Mashiach, right, you'll have a Mimuna to, for the Messiah to come, get vaccinated and the Messiah is going to come. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's uh, the, that's for sure. And, and I, I, I posted like uh, last time um, uh, a, a picture on, of the of the vaccine. And uh, like me getting vaccinated, you know the the famous selfie, um, and it it was a it was nice, you know. You it's it's crazy sure. how much how much impact and how much uh, how much uh, influence you can have just by posting something or sharing something with with the people. So that's why uh, th- that's what we do. I'm I'm glad that you're using uh, the platform for uh, for good things for connectivity. Uh, that's you know that's the world we're in today, and uh, it's uh, it's good to see a following. Yeah, yeah. Aurel, 
it's been a pleasure talking. Hopefully we'll get you on for more uh, Sephardic uh, discussions and issues. We do this thing at the end of every show. We uh, like to do the Nahat of the week, Nachas of the week. Nahat is Sephardic talk for Nachas, as we say in Ashkenazi. Um, it's just something that we, uh, you know, that's come across our radar over the past week or something that we've, we've enjoyed that gives us pleasure as a Canadian Jew or as a Jew in general. Uh, will you stick around and give us some Nachas of the week? Yeah, sure. Yeah, excellent. So uh, we'll start with Melissa. Melissa, what's been your nachas of the week? Well, so I don't know if you guys saw the story, but, um, you know, Saskatoon's Jewish, uh, Jewish community uh, were, you know, there was a, a scramble across um, Saskatchewan to get uh, kosher food. And uh, it had tons of people uh, in Saskatoon, believe it or not. There's, there's Jews there. I know, uh, I know a few of them. I know that there's a few more. Uh, it's good to see, you know, the, the rally of, uh, of, of help getting, you know, kosher food, Passover food into communities where there are none. Because sometimes when we sit here in Toronto, in, uh, in Montreal, in Ottawa, in Vancouver, in, uh, in some of our big communities, we take that for, uh, for granted. So uh, remember the, uh, the hidden yidden across the, uh, the country, because uh, there's a few people that came to the rescue to those in uh, Saskatoon. So Nachas of the week. Amazing. Alana, what's your Nachas of the week? So there's not a lot of news going on this week. Everyone's in Passover mode. So my anecdote is just personal. So this is where we're going to get into this tricky territory. We're going back to our discussion at the beginning about food. Um, I'm gluten intolerant. Um, and it's something that only uh, crept up for me in the last five years. So I've been experimenting with how to, how to do Passover that way. But something that I have been loving is how easy it is to actually get gluten-free food that's kosher for Passover because the gluten is just not in a lot of things. So I made my first gluten-free matzo balls. I, ha I found gluten-free matzo meal at the grocery store and I finally did it. The last few years, I've just been not eating the matzo balls. And so this was a really big nachas for me. I, this reminds me, before I get to my nachas or, or else nachas, uh, this reminds me of a story. All right, you're going to love this. Uh, you all are going to love this. So there was one year we were in Passover. I was engaged to my uh, to my now wife, and uh, her grandmother decided that was the year that the whole family was going to go to Israel for Passover, for Pesach. She had always wanted to be in Israel for Passover with the whole family. And because I was engaged, I was part of the family, so I went to Israel for Passover. And, of course, we're in Jerusalem for the whole Passover. But because I... And not everybody does this, and you should consult with your own rabbi for a decision of what to do. Because I was coming from the diaspora, from outside of Israel, I kept two days of Passover, both in the beginning and at the end, right? Um, but virtually everybody else in Israel keeps one day of Passover. Um, so we go on the last night of Passover, when the entire city of Jerusalem is celebrating Mimuna. We walk to my cousins from the hotel area all the way to another neighborhood to Givat Mordechai. It's, it's a 45-minute walk. We walk there because it was still Passover for us so that we can be part of the Mimuna because that's how you do Mimuna in Jerusalem is even if you're keeping. And so we're sitting there. Everybody's eating all of these delicacies, all of these treats, this mufleta is stuffing <laughs> their face. We can't have a thing, right? It's Passover. We can't yeah. eat it. Like, give me, a, give me a glass of soda. And that was it. it it was the worst feeling ever. Everybody's celebrating. Everybody's enjoying. Oh, and wow. we're sitting in the corner and we're happy. Everything good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to muffle that? No, it's Passover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My Passover is like the double Passover because there's even things within the normal. But you know what? Now that, that it's become trendy to be gluten-free, it, it worked out in my favor because there's so much gluten-free matzah available now at the grocery store. But yeah, it was... It was 
There's hard times before not having matzo balls. It's the highlight of the year. My family likes really, really hard matzo balls. None of that like soft, fluffy stuff. So I needed to make it right. And they came up pretty good. Orel, what's your nachas of the week? Uh, my nachas of the week, I think, is um, Premier Ministre François Legault uh, last uh, Friday or Thursday, I think, um, announced that uh, 250 people were able to to uh, assist uh, and be uh, present in a, in a synagogue. Um, and before we were only uh, able to be 10. Now, yes, uh, to, from 10 to 250 is a big jump. But uh, <laughs> uh, logic... it's like it's like the Jews leaving Egypt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was, I think, influenced by Where that. Where did they come from? What's going? <laughs> um, but the, the 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 feeling for sure. But well, my synagogue, we we decided uh, to keep it not at this number. We keep it we keep it fifty per per minion per uh, per hall. Um, so like we we were still uh, be careful. We're still careful with it. Um, but. Uh, doing like a full um, prayer with like more than 10 voices is a pleasure, is a blessing, you know? We did yeah. like uh, Hallel's, uh, the, the, the two days of Passover, just like the feeling of everybody like joining j- joining you like in, in unison and the one voice, I, I, like it made me tear and it was just like uh, so beautiful, you know, when you compare 10 voices or people that sing from those 10 people um, to like more than that. And I think we were like maybe 30, 35, big difference and big, big dip impact. And I sure we like were, uh, our, our prayers were like directly uh, accepted in the, in, in, in the. Amazing. Beautiful. Ups, up. So it was just my nachat of doing. My, uh, my nachas uh, has been haroset. Oh yeah. But not just, <laughs> hold on, not just any haroset. Um, not, not, cause of course, right. I'm not going to be the Mr. Tapanad, but not like Mr. Like bizarre Haroset. Um, you know, there's, there's actually a whole book that somebody just wrote a few years ago on Haroset, Susan Weingarten. Um, so I took a deep dive into it, but this is a Haroset by chef Laura Frankel. She calls it the springtime Haroset. Uh, Laura Frankel is a chef that I cooked with in Chicago for a few years when I was living in Chicago. She is uh, an amazing voice in the Jewish culinary world. Uh, and if, but 10 years ago, she developed this, what she called a springtime Haroset roasted it was her twist on it and i make it every year uh and people love it it's a completely different take on it it's basically uh strawberries and blood oranges and pistachios um <laughs> lemon zest oh. um some honeys i put some silan in there um and some uh some mint some torn up mint in there and it's chopped up it's more like a, like think of it the consistency of israeli salad like chopped cucumber tomato salad right think like that but made primarily with strawberries blood oranges pistachios it's totally totally different i'll put a link to the recipe in the show notes uh for those of you who are curious about it it makes for an excellent spread not just at passover for the rest of the year it's a nice little side condiment which by the way if you go back to the talmud haroset was a condiment that people just had at the table all the time i would love that it's one of those things like the way the way that we have ketchup or mustard or whatever at the table they would have haroset at the table and haroset was part of the seder often people think simply because it was there anyways wow um so that's my shout out was to laura frankel's springtime haroset which i make every year and uh if you're ever at my seder you will get some of that maybe we'll make some for a mimuna when we all get together for mimuna 2022 Definitely. with bonjour chai um so that's that before we get to uh our bubby golda because we can't do anything with bubby golda let's hear about our other sponsor this week secure 
SecureSure is the leading dealer in TELUS by ADT Security in Canada. They will protect your home or business from coast to coast with rates as low as $27 a month for a complete security system with camera. All installations are virtual. They send you an installation kit and they have technicians on the phone and online to guide you through the process at your convenience, regardless of your time zone. Use promo code CHAI to get a bonus offer at no extra charge. That is promo code CHAI when you contact them via their website at secureassure.ca. That's S-E-C-U-R-A-S-S-U-R-E.ca for the best in Canadian home security. Before we close out, let's take a moment to hear what Bubby Golda has to say. There are lots of things going on in the news in all of Canada for all of the Jews. You might need some help to digest the press. Here's what Bobby Golda says. Bonjour, hi. My name is Bobby Golda. And today, I'd like to talk to you about celebrating our Jewish identity in the face of anti-Semitism. This week, as I read the Canadian Jewish news, I was all bamboozled with reports and statistics on anti-Semitic acts, and I found it to be very tourist-invoking. Not only about the fact that there is so much Michigan behavior against our people, but in addition to that, I have found anti-Semitism to often be the main focus of what we Jews talk about. Don't get me wrong, I think it's necessary that we pay close attention to these accounts and that we diligently fight against them. That being said, sometimes it feels that that is what has become of our identity. And we need to do more work in acknowledging the endless, wonderful qualities that define us. We are currently celebrating the Passover holiday. And in that spirit, I would like to help free us from being bounded by anti-Semitism and bring us forth to the fruitful land of enjoying our many Jewish gifts. So, here we go! I'm, I'm a Jew. I'm, I'm a Jew. I'm, I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. If I like going out, going out to a restaurant and then complain about every little thing, I'm a Jew. If I love building community, building community to be all together, and then I gossip about everyone there, I'm a Jew. If I give and do a lot, do a lot to be charitable and altruistic, and then I boast about how much I've done, I'm a Jew. If I build a, build a homeland, build a homeland to live in peace, and then spend every day always fighting about it, I'm a Jew. If I make fun, make fun of ourselves, make fun of ourselves as a people, and then get offended when others do it to me, I'm a Jew. If I value, value rules, value rules, my religion instructs me, and then I pick and choose which ones to follow and find all the loopholes and then judge other people for doing the same, I'm a Jew. Sing it with me at home. I'm, I'm a Jew. I'm, I'm a Jew. I'm, I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. <laughs> oh, well, I always try to kibitz around and find the bright side in things. And while there is no funny business to anti-Semitism or any kind of hatred, perhaps we can put more effort into celebrating being Jewish just for who we are, what we do, and not always what's being done to us. Like the Kinderlach on this show discuss their Nachas of the Week, I hope we can do that more often as a people. Let's schmear on the schmaltz to lift our spirits and remind us about who we really are inside the Jewish Neshama. And that's what Bubby Golda says.
And thank you for listening to Bonjour Chai for Thursday, April 1st. Our producer is Michael Freeman, technical production by Andre Goulet. What Bubby Golda Says is a creation of Adina Katz. Our music is by So Called. We are a project of the Jewish Living Lab, and we are distributed by the CJN Podcast Network. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave a comment and a rating on the platform of your choice. Let us know what you think about our discussions on the CJN Lounge on Facebook. I'm Avi Feingold. And I'm Mora Govlin. I'm Melissa Lansman. And I'm Ilana Zakon. Mm-hmm.